Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offer plant-based nutrition made with high-quality ingredients. Each Organifi blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses with ingredients that are organic and free of fillers and contain less than 3 grams of sugar per serving, like Organifi green juice with essential superfoods and a clinical dose of ashwagandha. It helps reduce stress and support healthy cortisol levels. Or Organifi red juice, a superfood punch that increases energy without caffeine and only 2 grams of sugar. Each Organifi blend is easy to use simply by mixing it with water or your favorite beverage while on the go, and they don't compromise quality for taste. Organifi takes pride in offering the best-tasting superfood products on the market at a price that works out to less than $3 a day. You can experience Organifi's high-quality superfoods without breaking the bank. Go to Organifi.com genius and use the code genius for 20% off your order. That's Organifi.com forward slash genius. Use code genius to get 20% off any item. Remember, www.organifi.com slash genius. Forget frequently asked questions. Common sense. Common knowledge. Or Google. How about advice from a real genius? 95% of people in any profession are good enough to be qualified and licensed. 5% go above and beyond. They become very good at what they do. But only 0.1% are real geniuses. Richard Jacobs has made it his life's mission to find them for you. He hunts down and interviews geniuses in every field. Sleep science, cancer, stem cells, ketogenic diets, and more. Here come the geniuses. This is the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Before we get started, I have a quick favor. I've been self-funding the Finding Genius Podcast for five years now. I've done over 3,000 episodes. And as you can see on YouTube, we're up over a million views on the channel, which is fantastic. The next thing I really want to push on is to get up to 10,000 subscribers. Because once we do, we'll be able to put a donate button and uh, we'll be able to solicit donations uh, to help keep the podcast running and to also get the Finding Genius Foundation moving along. We have a big project studying anxiety, depression, and PTSD and working on a product to help people overcome these problems uh, because I've seen them explode recently after the, uh, you know, the last two years of the whole virus situation. So if you would, please subscribe to the podcast. That would help us tremendously. Give us a thumbs up. And check in the description for Buy Me a Coffee. It's about five bucks. If you could buy me a coffee, I'd really appreciate it. It would help keep the channel going, and I love coffee. Thank you. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Finding Genius podcast, now part of the Finding Genius Foundation. I have uh, Sean Rowland. He's the founder of Jace Medical. They help people prepare for emergency situations and help equip them with necessary antibiotics needed during emergencies. So welcome, Sean. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Can you tell me a little bit about your history and how you got to work you know, with this company and on these these projects? Sure. So I'm a board-certified family medicine physician with experience in border health and clinical uh, global health. I practice full-scope family medicine with the exception of uh, obstetrics. So that means basically I take care of, of all ages from newborns to to the elderly, including regular primary care as well as urgent and emergency care. And more recently, I'm the founder and CEO of Jace Medical. Um, and as you mentioned, kind of briefly what Jace Medical does, we are a, call ourselves an online facilitator. We're basically a, a telemedicine platform that brings together patients, physicians, and pharmacies with the end goal of providing patients a, an emergency supply or cachet, if you will, of, uh, of antibiotics. 
we are a new company. We were founded in, in uh, 2021. But our roots go back to around 2018, 2019, pre-pandemic days when I was working as a physician on our southern border in a community hospital. And I was struck by how often we were notified of supply shortages. Um, if you remember, this was, again, you know, this was pre-pandemic. We could, people were just used to being able to get what they wanted when they wanted it. Yet we were still uh, routinely, we had basic life-saving medications that were either in very short supply or were just completely unavailable uh, on a temporary basis. You're running short of things even before the pandemic. Uh, please tell me about that. Okay, sure. So again, this was 2018, 2019, pre-pandemic. Everyone's used to getting what they want when they want it. But here I was working in this hospital and we were being notified routinely of, of these really important medications that were um, you know, either in short supply or, or, or just completely unavailable. So this caused me to look deeper and I was really shocked to learn that virtually all of our nation's access to generic medications depends on overseas manufacturers, uh, mainly from countries like India and China. So, you know, we had, we have no domestic production capacity when it comes to these, these kinds of medications. And when I say generic medication, it's important to know that 90% of all the medications prescribed and dispensed in the United States fall under that category of generic medications. Uh, so that means that 90% of our entire pharmaceutical supply chain is dependent on foreign factories. And so that was really the, the impetus behind, behind Jace Medical and what we're trying to do. Well, all right. So you're, you're focusing on providing antibiotics to what kinds of customers and, you know, for what situations? You're right. So, right. You know, we're starting with, with the antibiotics. I mentioned their generic medications. It's a pretty broad category. It includes antibiotics. It includes all the medications that are out there for blood pressure control, diabetes, thyroid, all, you know, all that stuff. We, we chose um, to start with antibiotics because that was something that, that could apply to everybody. At one point or another, virtually 100% of people have, have had to be on an antibiotic at some point in their life. Um, so it's something that, that everyone needs access to. And so what you, you asked, you know, who are the people that it's for? It's really for, for everyone, for children, for adults. And it's one of those things, you know, when you need an antibiotic, it, it's, it's a time critical thing. So if you're sick with a bacterial infection and, it, and it's left untreated, it doesn't take long before that infection might become overwhelming. So having medications, um, having access to these medications before you even are sick is is what we believe is the best way, the safest way to approach, well, to, to, to help the people that need them. And so having them in your home, hopefully you never have to use them. And we can get into to some of that in the storage and the, and the expiration of, of these, but hopefully you never have to use them. But if you do, you need them, you need them quickly. And, you know, there's so many scenarios, which is another part of your questions. Uh, you know, when would they be used? And they're from the common everyday things, like maybe you're just going on a trip, you're going overseas. It's a good idea to carry to carry some of these medications with you in the event of uh, common things like UTIs, diarrheal kind of illnesses, those being kind of the two most common when you're traveling. And then you've got other considerations. If you live in a part of the of the country or, or the world where uh, that might be prone to natural disasters, flooding, earthquakes, tornadoes, it doesn't take much for your local area's health uh, care system to just be really quickly overwhelmed. Um, where it's either you can't get to a hospital or the hospital is you can get to it, but it's just overwhelmed. So having having the ability to to take care of yourself in those kind of situations 
with some basic supplies of these important medications. Um, and then, and then I touched on it at the very beginning, which was why kind of really what kicked everything off for Jace Medical, and that is the supply chain. You know, there could be whether it's geopolitical, you know, conflicts between different countries, pandemics that that interrupt interrupt uh, supply chain. There's any number of things that can interrupt the supply chain, and it doesn't take much to to really throw the whole thing in disarray. And that's what we're seeing nowadays. You know, even here domestically, we we have we're go- going through this formula shortage. You know, our baby formula is a hundred percent produced here in the United States. It's a, all of it is controlled here domestically. One factory gets shut down and it throws the whole system into disarray. So this kind of just in time, uh, supply chain that we're used to, uh, it's just, you know, there's, there's some, it's a double-edged sword. So take that to our, our pharmaceutical supply chain. It's all overseas. There's so many things that are out of our control that, that uh, will be potential causes for disruption. So those are, those are some of the more common use cases of patients that come to us and are seeking our services. Well, out of all the things that you're recommending people stockpile, are they prescription? Are they over the counter? And if they're prescription, how do you get them beforehand? Right. So that's, that's the beauty of, I guess, call it what you will, the magic sauce or, or our processes, leveraging telemedicine, that kind of somewhat new technology or way of delivering health care. And that allows us to reach a lot of people to and, and actually provide what are um, prescription medications. So you do have to have uh, a prescription from a physician that goes to a, to a pharmacy. So I guess basically just to explain our process, you go to the website, jacemedical.com, and that's J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. You go there and there's right there at the beginning, you can click on the button that takes you to, to our clinical encounter with a physician. It's, it's a free part of our service. We don't, we don't charge for that evaluation, but basically you fill out a form, it might take you five or 10 minutes to, to answer the questions. That form then gets routed to a physician in your, who's licensed in your state. Um, they review the information. If they have any questions, they might they call you, email you, text you um, to clarify any questions they might have. And then they ultimately um, authorize and approve the, the prescriptions. And so there's five medications in a, kind of our standard pack. Those five antibiotics, there's a prescription for each, and that goes to one of our partner pharmacies. And we have actually uh, pre-negotiated pricing with these pharmacies. So you get a really good deal. Um, you know, you could, you, you could take the, the prescriptions anywhere you want, but you're not going to get better pricing than what we've got um, with our partner pharmacies. And then they package them up and you get them delivered to your door, the whole process from beginning to end. Um, by the time you've got them at, on your doorstep should take um, only a few days up to a week, maybe at the most. Along with the medications, we also provide, um, they kind of come in a nice little case to keep everything together. And then it comes with a little guidebook that we've written to help you understand, you know, when when it would be appropriate to use these, how to use them for what you could use them. So it's a little uh, antibiotic guidebook to help you with, you know, to, to be safe with the use of them. And then we also provide the additional resource where you can write in any time to ask your, your prescribing physician or us a question about, you might have some particular question about, uh, about using the, the medications they've prescribed. And so that's an, another resource we provide as part of, and that's, you can write in as often as you need and, and reach that physician whenever you need. And so that's kind of the whole, the whole experience there from beginning to end and what you get out of it. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offer plant-based nutrition made with high-quality ingredients. Each Organifi blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses with the ingredients that are organic and free of fillers, 
and contain less than 3 grams of sugar per serving, like Organifi Green Juice with essential superfoods and a clinical dose of ashwagandha. It helps reduce stress and support healthy cortisol levels. Or Organifi Red Juice, a superfood punch that increases energy without caffeine and only 2 grams of sugar. Each Organifi blend is easy to use simply by mixing it with water or your favorite beverage while on the go, and they don't compromise quality for taste. Organifi takes pride in offering the best-tasting superfood products on the market at a price that works out to less than $3 a day. You can experience Organifi's high-quality superfoods without breaking the bank. Go to Organifi.com genius and use the code genius for 20% off your order. That's Organifi.com forward slash genius. Use code genius to get 20% off any item. Remember, www.organifi.com slash genius. Again, if someone's sick, do they have to do another telemedicine consult to be able to use the right one of the five? Or is the guy good enough? I mean, essentially, you know, that it might be tough to figure out. Right. It really depends on kind of the situation. So, well, the answer is, I mean, you've got the medications with you. So let's say you are feeling uh, unwell with whatever's going on. You feel like maybe this is a time I need to use some of these antibiotics. So you've got multiple resources, If depending again on where you're at and what's going on in the world at that time. If you can get a hold of your primary doctor, your regular doctor and say, hey, I'm not feeling well, this is what's going on. And they might say, well, you need to take X medication. And you say, oh, conveniently enough, I've got that in my medicine cabinet. And so you can take it. Maybe you can't get a hold of your doctor for whatever reason. And or maybe you're out in the back country. And in that instance, you've got your guidebook with you. Um, you can consult your guidebook. You can consult other uh, resources and references that are out there that, that will guide you toward the right medication. Oh, here it is. I've got it. And here's how I take it. Um, and then, like I mentioned, you do have the, uh, the resource of, of writing into us. Although, you know, if you were if you really were sick, needing to take medication, you know, in a relatively short period of time, yes, you can get a hold of our guys. It might take a little bit of time, though. So having those other options um, is also important. Your own doctor, the guidebook. So that's kind of the, the maybe the, the way you would approach it if you were actually sick and needing to take some of these medications. So I know based on your past experience, there was supply chain problems even before the pandemic. Now, what's your opinion of what's going to happen? How likely is it there'll be an antibiotic shortage, let's say? So, gosh, that's a that's one of those questions where it's like it's hard to say the the, the likelihood. I think the risk that we're at is I don't know how you could, we could be at more risk. I think we're right there at the peak level of, of risk. Um, when, it, when you look at or analyze our supply chain, analyze where, how, you know, where our medications come from, some of these medications, um, the active ingredient may be only produced in one or two factories for the entire world's supply. So this isn't just us trying to get our medications from, from one of these factories in China or India. This is the entire world. So if there, you know, anytime there, there, there is some kind of disruption in one of these areas, I mean, we're going to be standing there the same as, as, as Germany, the same as, as Australia, whatever, any other country we're standing in line trying to get those same supplies. There's so many different aspects to it that we could, that we could lay out to just show that this is, that we're at, we're at risk. It was 2004 when the last plant in the United States shut down that was producing some type of of antibiotic domestically here as a generic antibiotic. Um, so it's been some time. So, I, you know, I think we just, we're just seeing them one after the other, whether it's a chip shortage, whether it's a baby formula shortage, whether the demand is vastly increases for oil and, and we've got issues geopolitically. And so it's just, you know, you can't stop and think, well, what next? 
well, in my mind, obviously, in the, in the role I play here at Jace Medical, in my mind, what next is it's just it could be a day away from from when we see that disruption. And, and it could be a year away. It could you know, I, I'm not I'm not able to, to predict that exactly other than to say that that if you look at at this particular industry, I can't think of another industry that's that's as equally ripe for disrupt, dis, uh, disruption and, and potential catastrophe. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Your example of um, some active ingredients only being made by, let's say, one or two factories is pretty scary that, uh, again, some of these active ingredients are only maybe in one or two factories around the world. That's, that's very, very bad news. Yeah. When you, and when you learn a little bit more about how, you know, let's say we did want to start a domestic production of, of antibiotics, there's a, there's a whole gets into the kind of the actual production process and the fermentation that takes place. And it would take years to, to start a factory from, you know, build up a factory here and get all the things necessary to, at the end of the factory line, have a, a, a tablet ready to take. So it's not like something we can just turn on and have going in, in, in a month or two. It, it's quite a process. So just there's so many different considerations there. And so that's, we're just trying to get the word out, trying to get the awareness out. And for now, this is, this is a way that we found to, to basically, like I said before, empower people to be better prepared. It's the best that we could come up with in, with the time and resources that we have. Uh, we feel like it's a, it's a good, it's a, it's a really good solution for, for every family and, and household or every individual that's out there that, that hears our message. Yeah, that was very, very important. Is there a, a total turnaround time so someone could get the antibiotics as well, like, a week or two or how long? Yeah, the most. I mean, um, you know, we're it's ironically enough, we're in this business trying to trying to educate people about supply chain issues. And and, and we and, and in fact, the entire medical industry deals with these, like I said, at the very beginning, routinely. I, a few months ago, there was a nationwide shortage of ciprofloxacin. That's one of the antibiotics included in our kit. And so we, like every other pharmacy and hospital system in the country, were, were working hard to, to su- secure the supply we needed for our patients. So ideally, when everything's, we've got everything on hand and things are working smoothly, the, the entire process, you know, the longest part of the process is whatever that shipping is from the pharmacy to your home. Um, so, you know, from the day you log on, complete an encounter to the day you get it in your mailbox, you know, it could be two, three, four, five days. Um, now there's been a couple of times where, yeah, we've had to delay an order a few days while we're securing the, the, maybe that's the ciprofloxacin that's in short supply. Um, so it's, it's kind of, it's, it, it is the, the irony is not lost on us when those kind of things happen. And it only just further highlights like, and we're just, we're on a razor's edge. Um, but when things are working like they're supposed to, it's a pretty quick process. Um, what's the approximate cost of the package of five? So that's a great question. I mentioned before how we had pre-negotiated rates. We, uh, we cover, um, if, if a physician at the end of the day, the physician's the one that decides if they're going to say yes or no, uh, we provide them all the information they need. And we try and, and basically make it easy for the patient, make it easy for the physician. Um, if a physician says, no, this just isn't appropriate. No, we foot the bill for that. Uh, but total all in when you're, when, when you come to our site, you get those five antibiotics, the guidebook, the the case they go in and then that ongoing support um, that's two hundred and fifty nine dollars and you get enough antibiotics to treat quite a variety of of different bacterial illnesses and we've done our own price kind of cost uh, comparison analysis and 
it's a little tricky because, you know, you can go to pharmacy to pharmacy and find a really big difference in, in cost of medication. But looking at it where if you were to go, let's say, if you wanted to do this on your own, and at the end of the day, we encourage people, hey, you don't have to do this at Jace Medical. Um, if you can do this through your private physician and going to your neighborhood um, pharmacy and you want um, and that works for you, hey, we just want everyone to, to be prepared. Um, however, looking at those kind of scenarios, um, you this is not something that insurance will cover. So out of the gate, you're paying for everything um, out of pocket. You make that appointment with your doctor, pay whatever that office fee visit is. He gets you those prescriptions. You take them to whatever your preferred pharmacy is, and you pay those retail rates for those for those medications. Doing that, um, the the range that we found is anywhere from that's going to cost you anywhere from four hundred to seven hundred dollars to get an equivalent um, visit from your doctor and those five medications. Um, so when you look at it from, from that standpoint, our $259 and the, not to mention the time cost and um, of being able to do this in your home versus having to travel all over to, to your doctor and pharmacies, it's a really good value. So $259, it's, they're meant to be used individually, kind of one, one per person. So if you're in a household where you've got mom, dad, and kids or, or whatever the case may be, it's basically intended to, so one person would get a kit another person would get a kit and it's that $259 per person. Makes sense. Are there other medications that you think would be important in addition to antibiotics or is that a whole nother rigmarole to go through to get them? So certainly, and that's, I mean, I mentioned at the beginning, it's, it's all these generic medications. It's not just antibiotics. Um, and that's something we've been hard at work at for the last few months. It's, it's at the very top of our list of, of, of what we want to do next. It's highly requested by our, by our patients. And that would be to, to do a similar thing where if it's appropriate and safe and the physician determines that it's such, um, then we would provide a, long, a long-term supply. So let's say a year supply of your blood pressure medication, a year supply of your, of your thyroid medication. So basically the same, the same idea and, and expand that out to various different chronic conditions. Okay, very good. Well, what's the future of this? Again, expanding to other medications or are there other things that you're going to be working on that you think would be really important? Yeah, so certainly expanding into the, the chronic conditions um, is a really big a big thing that we're working on and, and really in high demand. Um, right now, we uh, are limited to the, basically 12 years and older. And so another part of, of the future is, is in, in something that we are uh, we'll be probably doing almost concurrently with the chronic med rollout. We'll be um, actually offering uh, a pack and the ability to do um, younger ages. So basically um, infants and children, it's a different ball game because you're talking about weights that change and the dosing changes based on their weight. Um, so there's a, there's a, a different approach to doing it, but we feel like we've got a safe way after a lot of consultations with pharmacists and physicians to do that. And so that will, then we can truly service really entire, entire families from, from newborns to, to the elderly. So that's another, another thing that we're looking at down the road here. Well, very good. So yeah, if you just restate, where can people go to, uh, to find out more about this and to put in an order if they wish? Right. So it's easy. It's, it's a J-A-S-E medical.com right there on the site. You'll see the button to click on to start your encounter. That process takes five to 10 minutes and that's pretty much it. Um, after you go to the website, everything else is handled on our, on our end and, and you'll get those medications delivered to your door. Yeah. One, uh, one more question I want to ask you, um, if things really do 
keep getting worse and we got all these supply chain shortages and everything. Um, I don't know. I, I would think some people will say, well, I'm not sick. I'm fine. You know, but uh, I guess no one ever knows if they're going to get sick with a particular ailment. But what other things could happen that would require antibiotics that maybe people aren't thinking of besides just catching a bug and getting sick? Sick. What else would require them to use antibiotics to help themselves? Well, so it's kind of, it's one of those things. It's a good question because... Like if I step on a rusty nail or something or, you know... Exactly. Know. Okay. It's kind of, it's, it, some people think, well, geez, I haven't taken antibiotics in maybe 20 years or since I was a kid. What's the likelihood of, of me needing them? And it really does depend on, depends on where you find yourself and what's going on in the world. You look back, say back in 1920s, early 1900s, before we had antibiotics, across the world, the top killers, the top reasons people died were all related to bacterial illnesses, whether that was pneumonia, kidney failure from an untreated UTI, you know, diarrheal illnesses, that that's what killed people. And we've just gotten so used to our, to, to things nowadays with such easy access to what are truly life-changing, life-saving medications, but it's something we just take for granted because they're always around. Um, and so when you do get a little, you know, a little UTI, you take pills for a couple of days, no big deal. Those things kill people routinely in the past. And so it's easy to kind of forget how vital they might, they would become in if there was something really serious where, you know, we, we've really seen kind of a, a shutdown at a societal level, things have gotten really bad. Those kinds of things are going to come back. Those illnesses are going to come back um, with a vengeance. You know, you get a little scrape and that scrape gets infected and it turns and then you turn septic and, and that's it. Um, those are the, those, all those kind of little things. Now, now more, maybe something like a good example of, of uh, something that could happen to anyone at any given time, even, even w- without a supply chain disruption or anything else. Um, you know, I mentioned travel before. That's a common one. Um, the other is, and I just had this, had a patient who over the weekend, so this is someone who had had some dental work done and a week went by and they were, you know, still feeling a lot of pain kind of wondering what, you know, things might not be going healing right there from the dental work they had done. Called the dentist. Dentist says, okay, I'm going to put you on some antibiotics. You know, if things get worse, let me know. And the dentist skips out of town. So meanwhile, now it's just coming into the weekend and this patient gives me a call and says, this is, you know, I feel really, really sick. Something's going on. So I take a look at the patients and sure enough, this patient is sick. And I'm on the, I'm on the line here. Geez, you're almost sick enough that you may need to go to the hospital let's see what's going on. Let's, let's actually change your antibiotic because you're not on the right antibiotic and ended up putting her on one of the antibiotics that we include in our kits, the amoxicillin clavulanate, um, a more appropriate antibiotic for what she potentially had going on with a, with a tooth infection and, and abscess. So I said, here, let's get you on this antibiotic and you need to go in and see a dentist as soon as possible. But of course we're on the week, it's over the weekend. So she starts the antibiotic, and then the first thing she can do Monday morning, she gets in. Sure enough, she's she, it's the work she had done is is all infected. Um, thankfully, the antibiotic was already started. The cert, the oral surgeon that she saw was was pleased that she had started the antibiotic already. They cleaned things out, and he kept her on the same antibiotic. So that's just you know, and that's just an everyday scenario. Anyone could find themselves in that position. Um, where, you know, things are humming along, access to healthcare meds wasn't too hard, but on a weekend, it was a little tricky for, so that's just one. Um, there's, there's probably a lot of others and people just listening can, can think of other times in their life where maybe something like that's happened to them, where it's more of an access and a time thing versus just kind of a real catastrophic event. You know, we just had flooding down in in Miami a little bit ago, and I can imagine there were people who, you know, 
hard to get out of their house, hard to go. They happen to be sick at that time. Um, I mean, there's just the, the, the possibilities are, are endless. And how long do the antibiotics last if you store them properly? Good. That's one. That's probably our most common question. And the answer is to provide a little bit of context. Uh, the government maintains stockpiles of a lot of these same medications for the population for things like bioterror attacks. Um, and so they have these, these vast stockpiles of medications and they were having to, you know, to, to resupply because of expiration dates. And it was a really costing a lot of money. And so they said, well, let's commission a study to see really how long do these medications last? And it turns out that if they're properly stored, and that means they're kept in a cool, dry um, environment that on average, so looking at all the different medications on average, retain over 90% of their potency for a minimum of five years. And most of them retain that same amount of potency for as long as 15 years. So really you could, you know, get up the, the, the Jace case, as we call it, um, keep it stored correctly, uh, put it next to your, whether it's your food storage or whatever, and it should last you at a minimum five years. It's, and the other part of that to, to know, it's not just about whether they're effective or not. There are certain medications that break down into toxic, toxic substances over time. Um, some antibiotics, um, if you take them much beyond their expiration date, may be toxic and can actually kill you. Um, so we very purposefully, the five antibiotics that are included in our kit are not amongst any of the antibiotics that break down into toxic substances. And so, um, you know, in the event that you're taking some older medications because you have access to nothing else, you know, at worst, they might not have the same potency, but they're, they're not going to break down into those deadly substances. So that's, yeah, that's kind of the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Five years plus is excellent. That's, that's quite a long time. And then it makes it much more affordable because you know, you don't have to do a 250 a year, let's say right. for some people, maybe too much. Yep. Five years is, you know, it's not much at all. So yeah, yeah exactly. Well, excellent. Well, Dr. Roland, it's a great idea you have. And uh, thank you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. I appreciate the, I always love the opportunity to, to get the word out and I appreciate you having us. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offer plant-based nutrition made with high quality ingredients. Each Organifi blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses with the ingredients that are organic and free of fillers and contain less than 3 grams of sugar per serving, like Organifi Green Juice with essential superfoods and a clinical dose of ashwagandha. It helps reduce stress and support healthy cortisol levels. Or Organifi Red Juice, a superfood punch that increases energy without caffeine and only 2 grams of sugar. Each Organifi blend is easy to use simply by mixing it with water or your favorite beverage while on the go, and they don't compromise quality for taste. Organifi takes pride in offering the best-tasting superfood products on the market at a price that works out to less than $3 a day. You can experience Organifi's high-quality superfoods without breaking the bank. Go to Organifi.com genius and use the code genius for 20% off your order. That's Organifi.com forward slash genius. Use code genius to get 20% off any item. Remember, www.organifi.com genius. You've been listening to the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. If you like what you hear, be sure to review and subscribe to the Finding Genius Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And want to be smarter than everybody else? Become a premium member at FindingGeniusPodcast.com. 
This podcast is for information only. No advice of any kind is being given. Any action you take or don't take as a result of listening is your sole responsibility. Consult professionals when advice is needed.